Hi guys, I'm Morgan, a 20-year-old college student reflecting on all of my past mistakes, all of the things that I have learned over the last 20 years that really I probably should have learned sooner or I probably shouldn't have learned at all. Um, and this is where I am going to share them with you. I think that they're important things to know, especially for me. I was struggling alone. Nobody taught me these. They were all self-learned and a lot of it dealt with self-reflection and overcoming limits that I had put on myself or expectations that others had put on me. So this week, I want to talk to you guys um, about... I, I know I already did a limitations one, I already did sexuality, and I know I've only done two, but I've actually covered a lot in that time span, like, if there are any two lessons you should walk out of life with, it's those two. I, I really stand by that, but this week, I want to talk about self-care, and self-care is such, such a broad topic, like, there's so much behind it, you know, really anything could be considered self-care, right? But I don't want to talk about just normal self-care like uh, working out or, or getting your, your uh, nails done or anything like that. Which I will talk about because they all lead to emotional self-care, which is really the topic of what I want to get into. So I've set a lot of goals for myself, um, especially through this quarantine of looking back and about six months ago, I really decided that I didn't like who I saw in the mirror. Now, it was different. This is different than my childhood anxiety, depression era where um, I just hated myself, you know, which a lot of that was linked to uh, childhood trauma, which we all know. Like, I'm pretty sure I already talked about that. Not a big deal uh, anymore having coped with it and having moved on and all that, this was really connected to just looking back on my past self and my behaviors, the way I viewed myself, the way I treated my body, the way I just was existing. I wasn't really living, right? So, about six months ago, I finally decided, I, it wasn't that I hated myself, but I didn't like who I had become. And from that, I stopped wearing makeup because I realized that it was a clutch that I was giving myself, which if you love makeup, there is nothing against that. I really love makeup. I really like it, but I was using makeup to mask my insecurities um, and like I didn't like my face or my body and stuff like that, which everybody goes through, but for me, I just noticed that I was hiding it, right? I didn't like my thighs so I'd cover everything that or you know I'd cover my thighs and then I'd draw attention to my chest and my upper body and my torso because I liked it right and like I said there's nothing inherently wrong about that it's just to me that is existing it's covering something up it's like it's like uh you know, you have acne and instead of treating your acne, you just wear makeup over the top of it because you don't want anyone to see. It's a temporary solution that could make things worse in the end. And 
I know I've been wearing makeup since I was 12 um that it was it was just a mask for me it wasn't I didn't allow myself to um really take the time and and fix the problem at hand and I knew part of that problem was the fact that I never showed anyone else myself without makeup or dressed a certain way or my true personality because I'm really scared that people wouldn't like it. Now, that might be a childish thing to say because even at 18, 19 years old, I still thought that way. Um, but now, this last year, um, after the summer, uh, about two months into quarantine, I was like, you know what? No more. I'm going to take off my makeup. We're not wearing makeup until I fix my skin, okay? Even though, like, I only wore mascara and, and concealer and highlighter, I didn't really do much to my face, if I'm being completely honest. I wasn't wearing, like, foundation all the time, but um, I really just, ref you know, took that time and I was like, I need to start focusing on the root problem. So, for the past six months, I've been working on washing my face and taking care of my skin and getting rid of all of my issues. I, about uh, in October, the second week of October, I decided no more. I need to get healthy. I'm way out of my health weight range right now. And I needed to work on that. I set myself, and I know not a lot of people agree with it, but I set myself a goal weight because I was that way before I moved back to Texas. Um, and I said, okay, this is it. This is the weight that I know that I'm healthy at, that I know that I can reach. And, you know, it's not like me going, okay, I'm going to be this weight. I'm going to be the same weight I was when I was 12. <laughs> you know, it was literally six months to maybe a year prior. I was that weight. So, and I set that goal for myself, and I'm not doing it by starving myself. I'm working out, and I'm losing weight steadily, and I've hit all of my goals so far. I'm really, really excited about that. Um, I feel stronger. I feel healthier. I'm more flexible. I just really enjoy who I'm becoming in that sense, and those are the physical things, right? But then I sat, and I was like, okay, why don't I like the person I see in the mirror? I don't get it. I'm pretty. Well, at least <laughs> I think I'm pretty now. I didn't think that beforehand. A lot of people would tell me that I'm pretty, but everybody has their insecurities, even supermodels, right? Um, so I was like, I'm pretty. I don't know why I feel the need to hide myself all the time or why I feel like I'm not worthy half the time. And so, I did this thing where in the morning, I would get up, I'd go wash my face, I'd stand and I'd look in the mirror, and I would pick out five things that I liked about myself. Physically, you know, because I was working on that aspect of, of myself at that time. And within a month, I felt way more confident with myself. I felt way more just... oh my gosh, there's a f who I was, and eventually I stopped seeing all of my 
imperfections in the mirror. I stopped looking at, at the dark circles under my eyes and maybe they disappeared. I, I don't know. I, I look at photos from the past too and I'm like, wow, I was so pretty and I didn't even know it. I had guys falling all over me and I didn't even know it or I second guessed why they liked me. And, I mean, maybe that's, a lot of people take that as being conceited, but for somebody who's been so low and had such a low self-image, it's such a growing point. It just makes you feel so much better, like, wow, I really am all those things that people kept telling me that I kept denying. And I was a dickhead for denying those things, right? So, I did that, and... Then, talking emotionally, I, I broke down to my best friends, and uh, one of them I'm not really friends with anymore. It's not like we had a falling out or anything. We just stopped talking, which that happens with people, and I get it. Um, the other one, I think me really opening up made the conversations with her a lot easier. I think she could always tell that I was hiding myself or that I was doing things that weren't who I was, that I was kind of fake in that aspect, which, um, you know, I appreciate. I, I love that she could see through that, you know, especially when I couldn't. But I would be mean for no reason. And not mean in the sense, like, I call people names and stuff like that, but I would do these underhanded things that I didn't realize I was doing at the time. But I was, and I was making people feel insecure about it. Um, and, oh, okay, I'll just tell you guys, it's not that big of a deal. But one of my friends, and you can call me a shitty person, that's fine. One of my friends liked this guy. And I was trying to make a point, but I really just made her insecure. Again, I didn't think that, I don't think that I'm as pretty as they tell me I am, but I definitely think I'm prettier now than I was in the past. Um, I was like, uh, well, if you don't talk to him, then I will. Like, who cares? I'm like, I already matched with him on, on Tinder or Bumble or anything. Like, I'll just slide into his DMs. Like, if you're not going to make a move, then I will. And I made her feel really bad. Like, I really, really, really was a bitch. I mean, being completely honest, I made her feel like, oh, I could just have anyone and I'm specifically choosing to go after the guy that she likes, which wasn't my point. My point was trying to get her to like light a fire under her ass. She talked to this guy for one or two weeks and was really crushing on him, but then basically stopped talking to him and wasn't, you know, going to make any more of a move. Um... And, like, if you really like someone like that, like, shoot your shot, babe. And that was really the point I was trying to make, especially because she was kind of indecisive between these two guys. But that's not an excuse. Like, it's not an excuse for me to do that to someone, to basically bring out all of their insecurities, you know, by trying to, by, by undermining them, which was what I was doing at the time without realizing it. Like I said, it's not an excuse. It's just the reality. I didn't know that that was a huge part of content for her, but it was. Um, 
so anyway I I didn't like that about myself I didn't like that I was always putting up this front like I didn't think I was putting up a front like I'm better than people but they definitely said that they said that I make them feel really small or that um I act like I'm better than them again I don't really see it I I guess because during that time I was really really struggling with not liking my per- the person I saw in the mirror and part of that was that I'm very indecisive I don't trust people easy again you know part of that is linked to child childhood trauma part of it isn't part of it is just who I am but when I like become friends with someone that is my person not romantically but that's like my person like you're you're my best friend you're we're gonna get through this together and I'm very quick to attach to people and very quick to also have a complete 180 mood swing like if they do something just because building my trust is so difficult now again that's not a them problem that's a me problem and I realize that but trying instead to just act nonchalant about it and act like oh things that they say or do don't hurt you know and just brush it off and oh be whatever about it was what made people have that perception about me and that's not a good perception to have I didn't enjoy that I don't I don't want people to think I'm that way right and other things like wanting to fit in is so overrated if I have to say so like trying to be someone you're not because that's what you think people want from you isn't going to get you anywhere and part of that I also learned while doing this like I had been telling myself that I wanted to start a podcast um not for anyone else but just for me I wanted to have a place to get I'm good at writing but it's kind of difficult for me Um, to really get all of my thoughts out there because I try to find the exact right word whereas if I just talk I'll ramble on and on and on for you know as you can see 45 minutes um, from the last two episodes but nobody needs to hear this you know this is just for me if people listen to it and if people feel like it makes sense and it helps them through things to let them know like they're not the only person going through it then that is amazing and I would feel so so happy knowing that but in the end if nobody hears it nobody hears it but at least it's off my mind and it's out there in the world and I'm very much one of those people like it just has to be out there any burden that I have it just has to be out there Because otherwise, I feel like I'm trapping my emotions. And again, I just feel like I'm not being genuinely myself anymore. Now, some people, again, see that as, some people see that as attention-seeking or, you know, like I said, thinking I'm better than them. And I don't. I don't think that I'm better than anyone. I think we're all humans and we all have flaws and we all make mistakes. And I'm not shying away from mine anymore. Um, but my point is that 
I saw things in my behavior that I didn't like. If I look back at my 12-year-old self, I wouldn't want to know her, let alone my 15-year-old or 16-year-old self. I wouldn't want anything to do with them. And I know, because it's me that I'm talking about, I know what I was going through. But if nobody knew what I was going through back then, like my parents didn't have an idea, I wouldn't blame them for not wanting to be around me, not wanting to be anywhere near me, not wanting anything to do with that. Um, even, you know, 17, 18 years old, I didn't really think the world owed me anything. I, I got that reality check very early on. Um, but I hold grudges and I don't like to do that. It makes me feel bad inside and I don't like to feel bad. I mean, for God's sake, I surround myself with things that are pink and sparkly and like flowers and stuff because it makes me feel good because I had been stuck in something where I never felt good no matter what I did. So I finally found things that made me feel good and they pulled me out of my depression. Um, so I, my point being, on I'm about to say that like six more times, I swear, that I didn't like who I was. I didn't, I don't think anybody, like I'm so blessed to have the people through that time with me who know who I am now and know what I was going through back then that still are around and still love me and still appreciate me and still are just so supportive and I'm really thankful to have that um but I think over the last six months I have been working on being someone that I can be proud of that they can be proud of that they can you know actually enjoy being around again and that's a difficult thing to do because I feel like I'm not I'm not redoing my personality but I'm finally peeling back the layers and breaking down the brick walls that I had built around myself these tough exteriors these rose bushes whatever and just genuinely being myself and that's difficult for somebody who's known you for so long to just do a 180 flip on who you are um it's it sounds like I'm just switching my personality, but really I'm finally bringing out, I'm, fi- I'm finally being genuine, um, which is something that I, which is something that I went so long without being. So I really have been working on my emotional levels and now I'm working on my physical levels of being healthy, being happy, being being able to look in the mirror and not find faults in myself anymore is something amazing, but being able to be healthy and be active and be who I imagine myself as, being someone that I can be proud of, that's what I'm working on now. Um, and I set some pretty unrealistic goals for myself. Everybody does it. It's not that big of a deal. As long as you can realize that they're unrealistic and move on and not have them hold you back. But but I also realize, you know, I set those goals for myself. And um, if I can reach them, great. They're not completely unrealistic. They're just kind of out there. So what did I do? I did emotional. I did, uh, I'm working on physical right now. 
And part of that too is like my skin is not 100% cleared up, but it is it is getting there. And like if I can put y'all on two ingredients, glycolic acid, a low percentage, okay? Like I'm talking like between 3 and 7%. I use that every day. I use a 3.5% wash every day. And retinol. Let me put y'all on. Like, if you're not doing that yet, which um, I'm pretty, like, far behind the field. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm sure a lot of people have been doing it. But those things have saved my skin. In the last month and a half alone, I look like I have no pores. It's, it's absolutely crazy. And I use the 3.5% because I have really dry, sensitive skin. It doesn't irritate my skin at all. So, just saying. Um, but, I think that my acne is not all cleared up, but I finally bought myself makeup. I finally treated myself. I bought myself a blow dryer because I didn't have one. I let my hair air dry because I've got thin, blonde hair that dries completely straight if I blow dry it like pin straight and if I let it air dry then it's got just a little bit of a wave which I enjoy um especially because like I don't have a lot of hair right it's thin it's just it's annoying anyway I finally bought myself makeup I bought myself a blow dryer I got my nails done for the holidays and I just feel I feel so good. I feel like I'm finally, like, I finally dragged myself out of my funk that I've been in for the last month. And I think it's fine to be in those. It's not like I was stagnant. I was just moving really slowly. And having done this, I just feel so much better about myself. I feel so good. I feel so, like, confident, ready to do things. And that is such a huge, like, improvement from where I was when I looked exactly the same, had my nails done, makeup done, and all that last year because of the emotional changes that I've been going through. Um, I'm 20 pounds heavier now than I was last year, and I'm trying to lose that 20 pounds in the next uh, four to six months, you know, which, oh, it's not even 20 pounds, it's 15 pounds in the next uh, four to six months, which I think is really realistic. Um, just to get back to being healthy because I was really, really healthy then. I was a runner. I was, I was just really good, right? Um, for where I want to be in life. Uh, and I enjoy, I know a lot of people are going to hate me for this, but I enjoy running, okay? I love it. I'm a runner. I'm a cardio person. I have my dad's build, which is, uh, a lot of people have heard it, uh, endomorph or I think it's I think it's an endomorph yeah the big dense muscles that are always covered in a layer of fat that's my body type I I'm between a mesomorph and an endomorph and I'm not you know shying away from that but literally like I'll do squats I'll do a hundred squats a day for a week and now that's easy my muscles just adapt really quickly and I know like a lot of people again, might not agree with me. It's just how my body type is. It's how I know what works for me and what doesn't because I would go through of just doing weight training. I did just weight training for four months in a row and I was big. I, I got big. Even on a calorie deficit or what I thought was a calorie deficit, I should say. 
um, I gained weight and I've got a body composition scale and I know they're not 100% accurate. Y'all don't need to come for me, come at me for this, but I have one. I step on it. It tells me my body fat percentage or approximately what it is um, and my muscle mass and I watched my muscle mass did not, er, my muscle mass went up the whole time as my clothes got tighter and tighter on me and my body fat percentage didn't change. So my weight went up and my muscle mass went up and that was it. That was four months of that, okay? I, I said, nope, I can't do it. It's just not me. It's just not my body type. It, it, it just doesn't work for who I am. If I want to build muscle definition, I can do it in about a month to six weeks. Um, but cardio works well for me. I lose weight on cardio. Back when I was 130 pounds, um, all I did was cardio and I still had really, really, really good muscle definition. I was at a really good body fat percentage for me for being a 19-year-old female. Well, now I'm 20, but you get my point. Um, it was just, it was a really good weight for me, really good. I looked healthy without being super skinny or super bulky, which people are like, women don't get bulky. I got bulky when I did weight training, okay? Again, just my body type, just me. I could be an anomaly. I don't know. That was where I was in life, okay? <laughs> but anyway, so I'm running. And I really, really like running, okay? it. Um, I like running so much when I was in middle school. I used to run until I puked because I'd be running so hard not knowing that I was about to throw up. I'd run, you know, 9 to 10 miles a day and then <laughs> puke at the end. Not a good look don't try it. It's not like, it's not something fun. Um, and I only did that like once or twice, but it was a phase, but I still love cardio. I still love running. I prefer to do running than the elliptical or the Stairmaster. I prefer running over walking. Um, I prefer running over weight training, literally anything like running over swimming over the one thing that I don't prefer running over is dancing. I love to dance, okay? But anything else, anything else, I, I choose running 10 out of 10 times. Um, but that, that works for me. Cardio works for me. I'm watching my, my muscle mass. I'm expecting to lose some muscle mass, so it's not that big of a deal. My muscle mass has gone down a little bit. A little bit. So of the... 11.6 pounds as of today because my weight fluctuates really hard. I lost two pounds of muscle mass um, and like 2% body fat um, in two months. So I'd say I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good for myself. Pretty, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really maintaining myself well. And I look good. My clothes are fitting better. I'm more confident. My, I just, overall, I'm better. I'm a better version of myself emotionally, physically, mentally, uh, personality-wise. And 
all of that comes from self-care. Now, to the main point of what I'm trying to say, enough of me rambling about myself and the changes I've made, which I'm super, super excited about, by the way. That's, I think that's why I'm rambling so much about it, because I've, I've just, I'm, I've changed so much, okay? The main point of this is that self-care isn't putting a face mask on at night, depending on the person. For some people, it might be, right? If you are where you want to be academically, emotionally, physically, and you've had a long day at work and you said, you know what, I just need this, and you put a face mask on yourself and you lay down and you watch a anime or a, you know, 1950s movie or whatever you watch, okay, that can be your type of self-care. But to be fine, for that to be your self-care, you need to be fine physically, emotionally, and mentally. You know, even possibly academically or career-wise. If you're stuck in a job that you hate, you're going to slowly start hating yourself. Because you're going to hate waking up every morning to go to that same job and go along that career path. If you don't like who you see in the mirror, you're going to do one of two things. You're going to spiral and hate yourself every morning when you wake up and look in the mirror to the point where you can't stand looking in the mirror. Or you're going to continually cover it up. And you can't do that. You can't keep hiding yourself and who you are because it's not healthy and it's not good for you. It's Self-care is all about health. And I think a lot of people think when I say health, I mean, oh, being in shape and being at a correct BMI and all that. And that's not the case, okay? You can be healthy without that. For me, being healthy is being within a reasonable weight range for my size, having good cardio health, having clear skin, feeling good about myself, liking who I am, all of those are part of being healthy, okay? And if you can't pinpoint those goals of what healthy means to you, then self-care in the form of superficial agendas aren't going to get you anywhere. They're not going to make you feel good about yourself. They may make you feel good in the moment, but not in the long term. And that's really what I want you guys to focus on. Like, I started this journey six months ago. Could I have started it a year ago? Yes. Could I have started it two years ago? Yeah. But I didn't. I started six months ago, and I'm still in the middle of it. There are still things that I don't necessarily like about myself, but I don't hate them. I don't dislike them. They're just not my favorite things. And that's really what I want you to focus on is that if you hate yourself or you hate something about yourself, you have the power to change it. You have the power to change your career path, uh, your physical appearance, your uh, financial uh, accounts. You have the power to do all of those things. You just have to get out and do them. And they're not going to be easy. They're, they're in no in no way am I saying it's going to be easy. In the last six months alone, I've had probably 
12.5 mental breakdowns. Um, and just points where I felt so overwhelmed and so useless. Like I said, I just got out of, uh, out of this funk that I've been in the last month and that's okay. And it's okay to have those. And it's just about finding where you want to be and making strides towards that every day. I'm studying Chinese and I, I have been for a while. I've been trying to practice on my own, but I haven't been as serious about it as I could be, right? So now that's what I'm working on because academically it's something that I want to be. I want to be fluent in Chinese. I am at like a beginning intermediate right now and I want to be fluent. Fluency is going to take me so long if I continue on the way I am now, but at least I'm continuing. At least I'm taking a step forward. And now I have the power to study more or study less and change my path to that end goal, however I want. And the same thing goes for everything else in life. It's a small stride, and I know that a lot of times it feels like you take one step forward, two steps back, right? But one step forward, two steps back is better than no steps forward, two steps back right? Eventually, you will get to where you want to go, but it's going to take a lot of time and a lot of effort. Now, there are easier, uh, they're not easy solutions, but there are easier solutions. Like, if you want to do, like, huge weight loss because you want to change your, you know, turn your life around, you can have gastric bypass, you can have liposuction, like, those are all easier paths to take than physically working out especially for someone who has bad physical conditions you know knee problems whatever but they're not easy by any means and I don't think that anybody should shame somebody else's journey to health I I don't think that's right I think that you know, if we all strive to be healthy and be who we, who we want to be, we'll all get there. Um, you know, it's like, it's like, why would you shame someone who has depression and is self-harming for self-harming? It's just not good. Just because we can sit back and logically go, that's an issue, doesn't mean that it's easy for them to overcome it. And I guess what I'm getting at is that Health is so fluid, but you can't, you can't expect to put a band-aid over a gashing wound because that band-aid's eventually going to fall off. You have to treat it at the source, and little minor changes can add up to major changes, but superficial changes will always ever be superficial right? If you don't like your personality, putting on a false face in front of someone isn't going to change who you are deep down. You need to find the root of why you are that way and adjust. If that's your issue. Financially, I I realize finances are probably the hardest, hardest part to change. 
Um, but financial health is an important aspect of what you want to, like, I guess I shouldn't say what you want to, but it's an important part of who you are. If your goal is to get married, you know, and have this big lavish wedding, you need to understand that you might not get there without loans, right? But if those loans are going to put you uh, under financially, then it's probably something that can wait a couple years until you can get in that position, right? But there's also ways to dig yourself out of that hole. Like I said, it's not going to be easy, but you could do it. So when you sit and you look at yourself and you look at health, stop focusing on the person you see in the mirror necessarily and start looking at your past self and and self-reflecting on who you were, who you are, and who you want to be. And that could be who you are in the mirror and who you want to be in the mirror. But it could be who you were with money, you know, who you are currently with money and how much money you want to make in the future. It can be something as basic or as complex as, you know, your personality. I'm, I just mean like health, I feel like everybody oversimplifies it or makes it way too complicated. And the general rule that I follow is that health is, to me, being happy. Happiness leads to healthiness for me. I need to be physically fit for me to be happy. I know that. And I'm happy with myself, but I feel so much happier when I'm stronger, when I can run farther, when I can, you know, walk up a flight of stairs without being out of breath or talking for 45 minutes without huffing and puffing like I am right now. Um, Emotionally, it's not hating myself in the mirror. It's it's having more happy days than sad days. Mentally, it's not giving up. It, you know, I'm happy when I can actually accomplish something. Even when it's hard, I find joy in that. You know, financially, I want to be able to go spend money on my hair and nails. And if I'm going to be in debt, okay, you know, like I currently am, yeah, I could pay off my debt faster if I didn't get my nails done. But why would I want to do that? Because getting my nails done brings me joy. I'm going to get there eventually. It's up to me to decide how I get there, right? And I think that's what I really wanted to focus on overall, is that health and self-care go hand in hand. Health comes out of self-care, and self-care isn't superficial all of the time. If you can take your little bit of self-care, whether it's 30 minutes before you go to bed, you know, and you decide, okay, 30 minutes before I go to bed, I want to work on my mental health. Okay, so 30 minutes, you meditate, or you look in a mirror and you tell yourself what you love about yourself, or you journal it, or you do like what I'm doing right now. You take a podcast and you tell everybody about, you know, why you're great. All of that is fine. And it it doesn't take that long to do to start making strides towards it. That's what self-care is. Self-care 
is taking the time to get healthy. Self-care is, can't, like I said, it can be putting a face mask on or getting your nails done. If those things make you happy. But self-care is also, you know, eating that extra slice of pizza because you're that hungry. Or going on a jog because you want to get stronger. Or going to the gym because you want to get stronger. Or, you know, setting $5 aside at the end of every week so that you can go on that trip to Paris. All of those things go to health. Go hand in hand with health. Because your health is built... Health is like a is like the top of the pyramid. You have to lay all of those foundations first, right? So with that, I think that's where I'm going to leave you guys. I talked really long. I really rambled. I'm sorry. It's what I do. It's how I talk. I get these ideas in my head and then I just keep rolling with it and then more ideas pop in and like half the time I know what I'm saying, but it doesn't quite come out right. Um, But my point being, I'm going to leave you guys with that. Like, think about it. Now, I always end, end my notes of this saying how blessed I am, right? But what I want you to focus on today is how blessed you are to be here, to be alive. How blessed you are to be who you are. You are blessed as yourself without validation from others, right? And that's really hard. Like, it's difficult for people to talk about themselves. But you are. You are a blessing. You are not just blessed by the people around you, but who you are. Because to other people, you are a blessing. And you should focus on that. You should be thankful for being you. I'm thankful for you being you. Alright? So... With that being said, I know it's been like a week or two since I I uploaded. I'm going to try to be more consistent. But yeah, just keep in mind, be thankful for who you are, for where you are, for where you want to go, and for your journey there. 